Hi guys, welcome back or welcome to my podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little more interesting um, for me at least because I already like I know a lot about this particular subject but um, I did so many notes on it and I'm really excited to talk about it. So today we're going to be talking about the psychological and scientific reasons why people do the things that they do. So you're probably wondering like why should we care to know why or like know more about the psychological side of things. Um, Well if you're like me, um, I couldn't live with only knowing that people are shitty. And that's that. Like I just couldn't live with that. Um, The only way for me, like the only way for me to move forward is to educate myself on why and dive deeper because some people like myself like I couldn't move past um trauma because I always had all these questions and I always thought like you know I always had all these questions and I I didn't know like why these bad things were happening to me for no reason because I didn't cause any of it and nobody causes the trauma in their life or anything hard that they go through they don't cause it it's not anyone's fault so for me i educated myself and did more reading on it and stuff um it's important to read and be more knowledgeable on why a person can be so cruel um because a lot of people move on thinking that well a lot of people can move on past it and go on with their lives But again, like, there's a lot of people out there like myself who always ask why and can't get, who always ask why or can't let go. So, before I'm getting, before I move on and get into it, I just want to say that these are factual articles and 85% of my knowledge comes from my attorney I had last year, who is also a psychologist. I think I've said I think I said this the first podcast I ever made, but I don't go through these things anymore. Um, all of this that happened to me happened a very long time ago. I am mentally over it. I'm healed. I'm perfectly normal. <laughs> so none of these things bother me. But the only reason I'm talking about these things is be- is is strictly for educational purposes and to help others be educated. Because I wish I had um, more information at these times about this stuff. So today I'll be going over a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But today I'll be going over psychology of victim blaming. Um, I know we we always talk about that. Um, I've talked about it a lot. But today I want to talk about my experience and with. Um, condescending condescension playing a big role which caused more trauma also reasons why people abuse and how a bully is made and why people bully or if you don't like that term because it's very outdated um why people do fucked up things why people are the way they are um so let's get so let's get into the psychology of victim blaming, but um, before I do that, uh, you can check the bio of this 
episode and look at the time frames if you don't want to hear about it if you don't if it doesn't concern you I mean you should really read about it or listen to it anyway but um if you don't like certain topics or things trigger you things like that or you only really want to hear about a certain section I will put the time frames in my bio but anyway let's get on with this one I'm always out of breath, and it's, like, a problem I have every single podcast, and I can't, like, figure out how to, like, get past it because I'm always, like, out of breath. So I'm sorry if I sound, like, really weird during my pauses. Um, I do a lot of editing in these because I stutter a lot, and I just always need a breath because I talk so damn much, so I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I tend to talk about victim blaming a lot, not just because I went through it, but, um... Um, not only does abuse and like hardships create long-term ongoing trauma, the aftermath, like victim blaming, plays a big role on adding more trauma and damage to a per- to a person, which is why it's important to bring light to, and that's why I talk about it so much. Um, and it's the most recent thing that affected me, so I like to really talk about that topic more than others because it's pretty like it's not new, like it's been going on for a very long time, but it's something that a lot of people don't know about. Um, with people I've spoken to, companies, organizations, survivors, friends, articles, victim blaming is a serious thing that not a lot of victims talk about. It's a silent killer and a survivor's journey that we have to learn to bypass. Why do people victim blame and what is wrong, like what is, like literally what is wrong with these people is what I always ask myself. And victim blame is like, like I said on my last podcast, there's all kinds of forms of it, all kinds of ways it's um, promoted. But the biggest factor that promotes it is something called world hypothesis. Um, I I read about it and it's this idea that people deserve, like people think people deserve um, what happens to them, which is pretty fucked up. So, basically, people have a hard time with the idea that bad things can happen to good people, random people, anybody. They hold victims responsible for what happened to them in partially a way to avoid admitting that something, like, just as bad could happen to you, even if you do everything right. So, whatever the crime may be or whatever it was, a lot of people just... Um, lead to victim blaming and it's a defense mechanism in the face of bad news so people tend to be able to accept natural disasters as unavoidable but many feel that they have a little more control over whether they become victims of crimes um, that they can take precautions with so therefore some people have a harder time accepting that the victims of these crimes didn't contribute and bear some responsibility for their own um, incident. So, in my experience, um, in my experience, people blame victims so that they can conti- so that they can continue to feel safe themselves, and it helps them feel like bad things will never happen to them. Um, I also read that moral values play a large role in determining the likelihood that someone will engage in victim blaming behaviors. So, they rate the victim as contaminated rather than injured. And that's, like, it's just so, like, 
it's so messed up to think about and when i learn these things and stop invalidating my own experiences just because of these disgusting people so much changed for me and i realized how similar and accurate this was to my experience with victim blaming it was a lot harder than it was a lot harder with my situation because not only was i involved with victim blame and like apologists and stuff i was practically being bullied and put down by the same people on personal notes as well which is why i want to talk about why people bully and bring others down and stuff so in other words my experience was much deeper than blaming um it was still blaming but it was personal and attacking and straight up harassment which damaged me a lot um back then and took my recovery time a lot longer so with my situation with these people they felt the need to be superior and knock me down to feel better about themselves um like i said in my last podcast you will never be criticized by someone who has done more or who is more successful than you you will only be criticized by those doing less these people were unsuccessful and miserable and overloaded with hatred and had something against me personally and used my vulnerable state to criticize me and attack me and when people start to attack you um personally that is bullying and that stems from jealousy so they finally saw the person that they obsessively followed and took the opportunity to bring me down well, attempted attempted to bring me down. Um, but let's talk about condescending people. Um, this is something that my blamers did that I realized not only about a few months ago because um, the reason it came to my attention is the funniest thing ever, even though it's like the most fucked up situation. Um, I'm sorry if you don't understand what I'm talking about, but if you were um, into and knew about the Trisha Paytas and the Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star, Rylan Adams incident um it it really like when i when i saw what was going on what was happening it reminded me of my own experience and that's how i learned about patronizing people and condescending people it's like um if i were to put it into easier terms for you i'd say it's basically someone who's a hater but tells you nice things at the same time um they will act like they support you but are telling you to criticize things they're lifting you up while still pushing you down and people act this way for different reasons but usually um what i learned is that it boils down to insecurity and arrogance so in my situation i was told by these people um that i was doing the right thing by coming forward and sharing my story and that they liked what i was doing right but at the same time i was told by these exact people that i needed to find myself that i was a psychopath but they said they supported me right but um i mean yeah i was told demeaning nicknames i was called babe and honey like during like their conversation with me and i was told that i was i was told what i was doing was so great but in the same sentence, I was also told to find myself and find myself worth. I was asked 
why I stayed with my abuser, which is, um, a victim blaming, um, behavior. And they asked me why I decided to post on Twitter instead of going to the police, and they made fun of my posts on Twitter. Um, they told me to erase stuff, they told me I am better than that, and while stating multiple times they supported me, and literally said, quote, we are here for you and we are being good friends. At the same time, these people made me feel like maybe I did something wrong and that they were right, you know, and I started feeling like I I had just made true friends who cared about me enough to give me advice. But it had clicked in my head one night that this wasn't advice. These were people who decided to call me and tell me these things and accomplish deeper, darker things. Um, I had to think about it for a while. These people found my number and called me multiple, multiple times and spoke to me for hours on top of hours just to tell me these horrible, condescending things to persuade me and to make themselves look and feel powerful. So... I stood up for myself and I recontacted one of them to respectfully, kindly tell them how their words made me feel and how I made the mistake of giving them my time at all. Um, And then after that, I removed these people off of everything. And after that, I was reached out again by them and told, I was told like disgusting, inhumane things that I do not want to bring up on here um, that I just like physically can't say it's just like but I will say like I'm happy and I'm proud and I'm I'm pleased with knowing that I wasn't raised nor created with hatred and would never think to say or do these things that these people did I can live with that it took me a couple of days to realize like what had happened but I started my journey of spirituality at the time so I happened to be doing shadow work the same week I had this traumatic encounter with these people um if you don't know what shadow work is it's when you write about the person who hurt you and you write down your trauma and basically make a letter writing to the ones who brought you distress so it's like supposed to help you overcome and move forward kind of like when people write on a plate and break it or write on a paper and burn it but the difference with mine is that i actually sent my letter out to my blamers um address months after i had actually written it not to accomplish being like understood or retaliation but to be better like to feel better about what had happened and make peace with it and finally break the barrier and let go of what was eating at me for months so why do people like to be evil why is it that people enjoy and feed off of hatred and how are these people created and why So, the simple reason is that it shows that they have power over others. So, much like how an abuser is, but the thing I need you to understand is that bullies are not born, they are raised. So, bullying is a learned behavior that is used in response to stress. It's an eventual attempt to gain, um superiority and control over another and these people have immaturity 
and they lack social skills and poor compassion and empathy. Um, and due to that, due to a lack of compassion and empathy, they have difficulty understanding how others feel and are unable to accurately decode situations. I want to go over something really, really, really fast because a lot of bullying is, you know, your average bullying. What everybody thinks of, the, when everybody thinks of the word bullying, you know, bullying comes to mind, like people doing mean things to you at school, like, you know, like bullying, but there's a lot of subconscious, like, um, what is the word, uh, things that will happen to you, um, that you don't realize is being, is, is like meant to be harmful to you. So what I'm trying to say is look out for people who joke with you. People will throw a lot of hate and jealousy on the low and cover it with a laugh. So this is something my previous victim blamer who used to be my friend would do, um, which took me a long time to realize. Like, it gave, it, this gave me reasons for why this person was not my real friend. And I had wish I saw it sooner, but a lot of people, a lot of old friends would do this. Um, and I cut off everybody in my life um, due to them not being beneficial to me and bringing me down. Um, you know, it's like you need to watch out for that. And if you feel, if it's a gut feeling, you have it in your gut that this person might have ill intentions towards you, you need to walk away. So, here are the reasons why um, people bully. A lot of these reasons are pretty obvious and you might have heard them before. <clears throat> but, um, I still put everything, I wrote everything down just so that it's all out there. So, the first one is lack of caring and involved parents. So that one makes a lot of sense. Um, children, teenagers, um, who don't have parents that are necessarily involved. And that's okay. Like, that, that's, it's not okay that it happens, but it, it's some, it's a thing, you know. And we don't judge people for that. We don't, you know. But it's also not a reason to bully people because there's a lot of people out there who don't get, um, a lot of nurture and warmth and they don't have um, their parents involved and they don't lead to bullying you know but this is a reason why a bully will bully the next reason is inconsistent discipline again I hate using the word bully so if I can find a different word I know it's like really cliche to use and I honestly hate saying that word because it's kind of cringy but it's the most like it's the most self-explanatory word um, when it comes to like people who bring people down, who harass them, attack them, um, you know, feed off of being rude. So, <clears throat> inconsistent discipline, um, meaning no boundaries ever set at home, or accountability for the for their behaviors. So, how will people, how will children know what they're doing is bad and can affect another person if they're never taught at home that, that that's wrong? You know, they're not being taught wrong from right or right from wrong. 
So if, if they don't have that necessary, that necessarily like, if they don't have that, um, you know, it's pretty bad if you can't take accountability or notice your behavior. And that's taught at a young age, you know, most kids will, most toddlers will do something fairly mean or something innocently mean, and a, a parent would, you know, tell them, you know, that's not nice, and you grow up with that, um, it's taught, you know, to be nice, so. The most common one is child abuse, and I'm not gonna get too much into that, but yeah, that's another reason, um, why some kids might lead to bullying. Um, the other next common thing is, um, kids who were bullied before, um, when I was younger, like, really, really young, I used to, like, tell myself, like, you know, maybe my bully, um, was bullied before, so I always acted with kindness, but kids who bully weren't necessarily victims always, but half of the percentage of the time, it's the reason why, and it's called payback, so for them, they, um, they bully others, um, because, you know, it happened to them, and they don't want to be a victim anymore of their own treatment, so, um, yes, bullying still exists, um, as an adult, and as a teenager, as a, in between, um, so, a lot of the time, um, little kids don't think about this, but older ones, uh, low self-esteem is a really big part, um, so the outward behaviors they choose to show mask their true inner feelings, and I talk about this a lot in my other podcast, that people will, um, everything they say to you that is negative and meant to bring you down is just a reflection of their own insecurities and their own problems so i mean as horrible that sounds it's true and it happens and it's something that just is fucked up but you know not everybody who has low self-esteem will bully another person but people who bully have self-esteem issues and i've noticed this a lot and i'm not trying to be mean or um judgmental but in my case for me at least Every single person that has bullied me or tried to was always, um, I didn't notice this until after I was bullied, but was always a person who had nothing going for them, who had a lot of, um, you know, problems within themselves, within their life, um, you know, and we all have our problems, but it was always the ones who were, like, very, very, you know, like, low in life, um, and, you know, low self-esteem, you could tell they were probably the type of person who had no confidence in themselves, so they put it on others, but, so this one is a sad one, um, and it's, it's actually the, the biggest reason, um, this is the reason why every single time, this is the reason, as I would like to say, but this one is really sad, um, but it's true, and it is solely based around pleasure. As sad as this sounds, a lot of people who have nothing going for them, like I said, no interests, no excitement, um, 
no attention and bored um, people who are bored will look for entertainment and resort to bullying to add some kind of excitement and drama to their lives um again this is often like a person who gets little to no attention from parents or any authority figures which makes bullying their outlet so when you tell yourself when you have been a victim of bullying we tend to ask ourselves like why like what is wrong with these people and and when you get to the moment where you have to say wow i can't believe they would do this i would never do something like this i don't even have the heart to that's when you know there is something wrong with that person i'm not saying that everyone who bullies has mental problems but there is a reason every single time there is a reason reasons actually that they do this and like something i only and ever always say and that i'll forever say is that it is a them problem because i i know that for a fact when i have my own kids um you can't protect them from these things and that's what i think about all the time i'm like I really hope that my future kids don't ever experience this kind of stuff. Because although it does give you thick skin, I'm not saying that they, I don't want them to like, I'm not saying that it won't happen, but I'm saying that I want to educate them for when they do go through it. Because you can't avoid life problems, you can't avoid mean people, and you can't have a perfect life and perfect things and not have problems and not have things go wrong. If you're well, if you're well educated and you know things, it's easier to get by. It's easier to get along with um, your problems. So that's all I have to say about this subject is that we need to start normalizing and making it um, putting it more out there that it is never a victim's fault. It has nothing to do with you. Always, always, always them. And when I was younger, I, w- I was never the type that was like, oh, maybe they're just like this because they wish they were me and, like, I'm so much better than them. Like, no. I always told myself, you know, like, they have their own problems. Um, and, yes, it would affect me, like, the actions they would do towards me. But I always knew, like, it is a them problem. But it's still hard to not be affected by the things that people do to you. Let's take a moment um, for this next subject. I'm really excited to talk about this one. It took me so long to like take notes on it and write about it and, and display it in a way that is easier, that will be understood easier. So let's just take a second before I get into this because it's a lot. Um, but I'm going to be giving eight reasons, even though there's thousands. <laughs> Of why people abuse. Let's just take a second before we get into this. I know it's going to be a lot. If you are a victim or a survivor of any sort or things like this trigger you, um, you can either... A skip or take 
a big deep breath and we can read this um because a lot of people struggle with moving on if they're not you know because they think it's a them problem but first i want to say is that abuse is wrong all the time in all circumstances um so my intentions are to shed light on a question that plagues the abused um to gain understanding that all people do not have the same perspective of right and wrong um that's what needs to be understood and to also move the healing process further for those who have been damaged um so before i start with the reasons um because it is a lot and it is very very much into psychology let me debunk your own questions and what victims tend to ask themselves so when you're new to abuse or you don't know how to identify it or you have just gotten over it or just healed from it or just figured out um what had happened to you um it's very very common to ask yourself these questions and i'm going to tell you the answer We ask ourselves, why, why did this happen to me, you know? We ask ourselves that. At least I did. Why do people abuse? Why was I abused? Was it because I was stupid? I'm here to tell you no, you were not stupid. Was it bad timing? No. It was not at all about time or placement. Was it karma? No. Or was it because I deserved it? No. Was it because I set them off? And I used to ask myself this all the time. No. Was it because I was a difficult person to handle? Was I too much? Was I asking for too much? No. Was it because I was too naive? No. I will tell you why. I will tell you the reasons. These are not assumptions. These are not opinions. These are facts. And you need to understand that if not all of these reasons, one of these reasons is why. They have a disease. And a small number of the population have um, antisocial personality disorders like being a sociopath or psychopath and sadistic. So these disorders gain pleasure. I'm sorry, this sounds so bad, but it's, it's true. They gain pleasure from seeing others in pain and even more pleasure when they are the ones inflicting it. So... A lot of the times, um, this also has to do with bullying. So if you're like getting bullied at an ol- older age or anything like that, it could be because this person has a disorder or um, something like that. Some abusers act out their dysfunctional behavior on others because it was done to them um, in a subconscious effort to resolve their abuse. This is a very common reason. Um, you often won't know that what they've been through. 
Um, it's not a reason to abuse others. It's not a reason to do anything in that sort of abuse. But it is a reason why. Um, the next one is very obvious. Um, I can say for my case. But they have severe, 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 severe anger issues. Again, obvious. So, uncontrolled and unmanaged rage frequently produces abusive behavior. Not everyone with anger issues is abusive, but abusive people have severe anger issues. Again, obvious. But the source of this anger varies, but it's usually yet always tied to a traumatic event that happened to them. So, again, unresolved trauma. Um, and that's what sparks their anger. <clears throat> Number four. Um, they grew up with an addict um, or a narcissist. So an addict is someone who blames others and makes others feel like they were the reason for their behavior. Um, when a current abuser was a victim of this, they were forced to remain silent and accepting of their of this um, addict's behavior. So the end result is a lot of anger and abusive behavior. So that is another reason. Another obvious one. They have control issues. Some people like to be in charge. Okay? And that may sound fucking creepy because it's a thing. Like, it really is power. That's all it is. Power, power, power. But some people like to be in charge. In an effort to gain or remain in control. Um, <clears throat> so basically, they utilize inefficient means of dominance. Such as, again, bullying or intimidation. So this can go along with bullying too. They don't understand boundaries. Another obvious one. Um, but people, abusive people lack the understanding of where they end and another person and where another person begins. So if you really think about it, the understanding of where they end and another person begins. So they see their significant other as an extension of themselves so like in a more selfish way so therefore in their eyes to them that person that um is an extension of their life is not entitled to have boundaries they don't want that person to have um entitlement or any kind of opinion which is really sad but they lack the a distance um they lack of distance sorry Meaning a person is a subject to them. Um, it's just, it's really hard to like get into. But again, the lack of distance means a person is a subject to whatever the abuser decides. So it's, in my opinion, like when I read this, um, I really thought of like imagination. So it's like, their significant other is like not their own person, not their girlfriend. It's like someone who just happens to be in their life that is in their life for them and for their for their needs so an extension of them and that's why they treat them like shit um because actually i don't fucking know why but you know they don't understand boundaries next one obvious they lack empathy some types of head traumas or personality disorders or environmental traumas actually can cause 
a person to lack the ability to express empathy now there is a lot of reasons why people don't like this is like really interesting for me to get into because i always like wanted to know like why people don't have empathy it's like weird to me because i am an old soul i'm very close to god and um i have a really big almost too big of a heart and when i think about stuff like this I just can't. I can't put myself on that level. I can't put myself in anyone's shoes who aren't, who lack empathy because it's like crazy to me. To me, it feels like a natural feeling, emotion that you get. You know, when someone goes through things or comes to you, you know, it's like, I'm not being judgmental, but it's like, it's just so crazy to me how these things can be real. But yeah, they lack empathy and that is an, you know, an obvious one. So the last and final reason is um, personality disorder. I know we went over this, um, but just because a person has a personality disorder, again, it does not mean that they will be abusive. Um, But the lack of an accurate perception of reality really contributes to abusive behavior. And um, I'm not going to get more into personality disorders because that is its own that is its own thing um because it's not it's not always what leads to this kind of uh inhumane behavior but if you do abusive if you are abusive you have something like that so i mean that is its own thing but you have to understand that it's again it's something that is wrong with them it's something that is a them problem you got to understand if you're if you're if nothing's wrong with you you're having you're having you're having you're you're having an average life you go you go through average things here and there and boom someone who's disgusting comes in your life brings you down blah blah blah, blah. how can we just stop what we're doing and think oh my god i'm the problem there's something wrong with me or you know, like, I deserve this, or why has this always happened to me? Why is it me? It's not you. Like, I just hate that, that a lot of people just don't understand. It is not, it's a them problem. It's, it's a them problem. That's all there is to it. I really hope that came very easily and flowy in the way that I wanted it to be. But, um, I'm going to end the podcast here because uh, I want to go into um, some other things next time, um, which probably won't be for a while since I'm in recovery right now for my surgery. So uh, I'm going to just take a little break and I have a lot of things coming up right now, a lot of um, new chapters in my life right now. So I'm going to take a break, enjoy life. I'm going to enjoy life and I'll be back soon. But before I go, I wanted to um, have a message of the day that has to do with things like this, because I think it's, um, a good idea that I should start doing messages at the end of my podcast, something to leave off with that you can decide to process on your own terms and think about it more for yourself. So the message of the day, or, or of this podcast, I should say, Is knowledge that I learned over the recent months. Sometimes it's better to just let things be. Let people go. Don't go fight for closure. Don't ask for explanations. 
don't chase answers and don't expect people to understand where you are coming from. You have to keep fighting for you because no one has you like you have yourself. So think about that and take it how you want it. Um, it's something that I wish I could have known about, like, understood more and, like, acted upon, like, a long, long time ago. But, um, yeah, so that's it for today. It is almost one in the morning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really happy I did this podcast. It felt really good to talk about and hopefully I educated somebody out there. If nobody, then I guess myself, even though I already know all of this. Um, but yeah, it took me a lot of time to write about this, put it into better words, and to share for everybody. But anyways, good night. Probably, maybe, probably not, don't know yet. Um, I want to bring this podcast to, to uh, YouTube and make it a webcast, but I am still trying to renovate my studio for that um, so I can have a nice, cute um, little studio for this um, podcast. But yeah, um, maybe, don't know yet, it might take a very long time. Um, yeah, so that's that. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye guys.